The distance between your dreams and reality is called action. How you survive through life takes more than motivation. You gotta grind. Most days I'm humble. Some days I struggle. But every day I... What is up? This is your girl Rika. Welcome to Eat, Laugh, Hustle. Where we give you tools, tips, and strategies to refuel and refocus your mind. Y'all ready for some real conversations? Let's get into it. Welcome back to Eat, Laugh, Hustle. This is your girl, Rika. Happy Friday's Eve. Woo, woo. Now, last week, we left off talking about love languages. We laid the foundation of what Eat, Laugh, Hustle is all about. And we just gonna go ahead and keep the party going. This week, we're talking about getting in the mood. And when I'm saying mood, I'm talking about getting it on, y'all. I'm talking about getting some booty. Libido. Your sex drive, we gonna get into it. Most people think it's about, you know, your body, your confidence, or it's the same old, same old, or we lack foreplay, but mm, I don't know. All those may be true, but I will tell you it starts with you. So I hope you stick with me as we get into our lipstick and lace segment. Welcome back to Eat, Laugh, Hustle. We are in our lipstick and lace segment where we're talking about sex drive. And is it mental fatigue? Is it lack of foreplay? Or are you just bored? Joining me today are two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Two moms, of course, so they know that the struggle is real, but they're professionals. And we're just going to have some girl talk around sex. You know, we're going to debunk some myths, but we're going to get down and dirty. Um, this is um be our, our closet conversations because we literally had to hide in the closet to have it. So let's get into it. What is up with my girl, D-Rock? We call her D-Rock. Her name is Danita. We got Steph, who always have the libations on deck. We call her Sangria Steph. She makes the best girl in the world. What's going on, y'all? Nothing much, nothing much. Good evening, Rika. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Y'all ready for this uh, conversation about sex? Oh, you know, we always yeah. ready. <laughs> Let me tell you. So I was reading a couple of articles, some on Healthline. And the first thing that they did was try to debunk some myths about sex. So what do you think? One of them was men think about sex all day long. What do you guys think about that? True. I agree, but that doesn't mean that women don't. I mean, if that's saying something, I mean, like, I think you make the assumptions that, you know, men think about sex and I guess they think women think about what, shopping? Like, I think they think that we think about taking care of the house, the kids and other things. (laughs) Right. I've actually (laughs) left work early to come home to have sex. Oh. You have? I have on plenty of occasions. I've called out. I've oh. left early. And this is like in the, like the last few years I've left work. Oh, I am toasting to you. <laughs> I don't think that I've left work, but I have done some strange things in some strange places. Like one time I remember we were on our way to um, like a get together, like a going away party. And we pulled up to the parking lot and no lie. 
had drove on the highway, being freaky, pulled in his parking lot in the back by the dumpsters and parked. <laughs> <laughs> I had our best Ooh. life. That's a good memory right there. No lie. Oh, yeah. I chose to that that's one, it. too. I mean, for us, for me, that's as, as most exciting as it gets leaving work. But normally, it's not like I just leave. We don't know that it's going down. At that mm-hmm. point, you have to really be—you have to really know what the time of day, the cost, and everything like that. But you can't be sitting at work and you're hot, heavy, horny, ready to go, and just be like, "I'm gonna sit here and complete the rest of this four and a half five hours." <laughs> you won't kill the mood at that. <laughs> so yeah, you just got—I have an emergency, a personal emergency. <laughs> <laughs> well, the study reported that the thoughts of sex happen about 19 times a day on average. Um, young women's study reported an average of 10 thoughts a day about sex. And I think that's because we do so much as women. Not to say that we're not having a thoughts, but mm-hmm. we, all, we take care of a lot in our brain. The way our brain is set up, we're thinking about house, home, bills, dinner, and all of that. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, if I have to think about dinner, sex is not an option. Mm. <laughs> okay, like for real. I <laughs> In my new situation, I think about keeping up household less Mm. than I did before. For my listeners, Steph is (laughs) new to the dating scene again. She was married and now she's back into this new world. And so it's kind of interesting to hear her take on it because it's like (laughs) being over 30 and out here dating is like, and so Steph. That mm-hmm. that helps me along. Okay, so the next myth, since you know you helped me lead into it, it says men masturbate more often than women. Now that you're single, what you think? I feel like maybe men of a certain age don't want to admit to how much they might masturbate. You know, especially if you're over like thirty, I think they think if they admit that they do on a regular basis, that women will look at them differently. Do regularly. Mm. <laughs> mm. To be honest, if you don't use it, you lose it probably. So, you know, making sure everything works. And it does. And particularly, I was raised by a woman that felt like masturbation was key to have control over yourself, your own emotions, and what you like or don't like. So from a very young age, I felt that masturbation was one of those things that I was able to maintain control over myself and not really be running all over here trying to get that feeling from a bunch of different people when the feeling comes from within? So I think for me, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think culturally people think, like you said, they have this stigma that's put on far as, you know, masturbation go, but would you, I'd rather he, him be masturbating than trying to stick it in somebody else. Hello. I'm just saying like, and I heard that, you know, when a man, does masturbate is longevity for a sex go. So yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I feel like it's a t- it's a test. It's a test to make sure you know you know the buttons to push for yourself. So I feel like yeah. sometimes men masturbate to like relieve pressure, like their longevity, make right. sure they're you know 
make sure it all works. That stamina, stamina, the stamina. That's what it is. That's what it is. That edging and what. Well, I think women masturbate for the same reasons. I mean, I know that's why I do from time to time. I will tell you that in this study that was conducted in 2009, it was like 600 adults in China. I was like, why are y'all doing this in China? Like, what about some American masturbation? Because y'all know they nasty over here. But anyways, the survey suggested <laughs> that a significant number of adults had a negative attitude towards it. And it was particularly women. Orgasm is not in another man's hands. It's not. But that's why it's so crazy. And that's why even drive is crazy because I feel like sometimes the more that I masturbate, the higher my sex drive is. It allows your mind to be creative. And then in that creativity, you start to learn what you like or don't like. And Mm -hmm. then you're testing your boundaries. But at the same time, you're not losing yourself. You're within control of yourself. It's, it's all about everything about sex in my mind is about, you know, control, the willingness to lose control and all that. And then self-control. We're just not taught in sexuality as women that we can go be free, especially when you're dealing with old, how do I say, like older black families mm-hmm. as far as sex is just for procreation, to recreate. Like we're just like robots as in creatures and not as in women who have desire exotic who want to be sexual so when we get these men with these higher expectations and sex drive we can't fill those needs because we don't even understand ourselves Mm -hmm. well and i think part of that comes from just that just what you said not taking the time to understand in ourselves and being alone and always having to be in a relationship like you don't always have to be in a relationship first of all you need to understand who you are as a person and yeah. understand what your body is going through you got hormones you have all these things happen with your body and you're consuming all these other hormones and foods and then you up here trying to have this amazing sex drive and it's just not realistic And so how do we fix that? I was reading in this same article, this uh, researcher, he suggests that there is like a four-phase model towards understanding sexual response orgasm. So he's like, at first it's that excitement, initial excitement. Then you go to like almost like a plateau where y'all just there. Then it's this orgasm. And then you feel like this resolution, like, okay, it's done. But that experience where I think it fails at is, the first part of excitement like we're no longer you know getting excited for sex anymore because of life and so how do we fix that see women understand women that's why the orgasm gap with lesbians is so much shorter oh you look at it the biggest sexual organ in a woman especially is the brain yeah if you're not teasing my brain if you don't got me going all day long with thoughts, fantasies, ideas, suggestions, and then you're like nine o'clock at night, like, let's do this. And you're like, oh, you're just going to come at me three minutes before you want to get started. <laughs> with, let's do this. And we've had a yeah. whole 16 hours. You just came at me with, yo, when you get home and blah, blah, blah. And when I think of you doing this and my mind goes there, you'd be like, yo. Whenever I see you, it's on and pop. Last week's episode, we were talking about love languages, right? Mm-hmm. And understanding what your love language was. And, you know, there's five of them. They change. And I think understanding what your love language, whether you're single, in a relationship or not, it helps your, it's for you to feel more fulfilled in your relationship. And I think that's... That to me is just simply... and. and 
whether you're in a relationship or not, when, you, when it comes to sex, people have to be able to communicate whatever it is. So for instance, like if we're in the middle of sex, this is going to be funny. When we're <laughs> in the middle of sex and you try something like by slapping me, I don't, <laughs> what do I do? You're such an asshole. <laughs> Steph, go ahead and put this story out. I had a rendezvous with somebody mm. and we have a very good chemistry, sexual, intellectually, very great chemistry. And we was in the midst and I got smacked across the face. Mm. So, so I was just like, um, no, we're not going to do that. And then we just continued on. And it was a bunch of like apologies and sorry. I didn't let it ruin because I don't get it on a regular so you was like, we're going to have to finish this thing. I had a conversation <laughs> yeah, later. Oh, we had a discussion later. Like I texted him. I was like, yo, so about that slap me in the face thing. Yo, oh boy, had me calling him one thirty in the morning to discuss it. Like felt that bad about it. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh. Right. I'm at work. Like, yeah, I got time to talk. Like he's like, yo, I did it out of love. I'm like, that's weird. Okay. Christian Gray. But right. <laughs> right. just like the thumb in the um in the butthole kind of thing. Like, what do you do if it finds its way there? Communication is how you choose to communicate. Y'all if- see uh I might need security by uh Jamie Foxx. Yes. And he talk about the finger in the butt. He's like, You ain't even cut your fucking fingernails. <laughs> Y'all, That's how I feel. Listen, let me tell you. Is a love language and a sex language the same thing? Because I'm going to tell no. you this. If your love language is a gift, you can't tell me every time you get, you know, somebody buys you a present, you drop in panties. Like, you, if that's and, your love language, that's a need that you need to have, respond to those sexual things. But if it's not your love language, then you can just move on. But that's right. not even about sex, though. It's what you need to respond to have a but, positive relationship. Build someone spiritually in that way but it doesn't mean like you know no because every time i don't want to you know what i'm gonna be honest with you every time i'm not trying to make love i'm not sometimes i just need you to get up in that joint hit it split it quit it hey let's just move on because we got hating ass kids that be running around the house (laughs) every time you it's like they can smell that you about to get some on and then next thing you know they knocking at the door i'm like they just gonna have to knock because I ain't stopping. Like, go away, come back. Like, what you want? <laughs> I'm in mid pump. Like, what you need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so if we talk about sex languages, right? I think you know when Fifty Fifty Shades of Grey came out, um, you automatically say I'm not into it. But are you into bits and pieces of it? Yeah, small bits and pieces, but if you slap me, I might have to slap you back. So, okay. So like, now- we got we to gotta discuss certain things like that. Like, you know, we've discussed other things, but I never thought of, like, oh, I just lost control. I was like, how? Like, wow. Like, how do you even bring that up on a date, though? Like, hey, yeah, so, like, far as sex go, like, how's that for you? Oh, yeah, I like to smack a bitch every now and again, but I'm good. <laughs> like, That's I don't not know. Something to bring up on a date. That is never... That's just like one of those things where it just happens. No different than when a guy try to slip says, you know what, down your uh to your anal. You're like, oh, push up on your butt cheeks, and you're like, I'm not into it. Have you so ever did anal? She has. I know she has. <laughs> 
And if I told you yes, you probably wouldn't believe me. And if I told you no, you probably wouldn't believe me. So I know no, I don't you really, have though. I do not like it. I do not enjoy it. So no. And a toe is a toe in my mind. Oh well. I've never. Really? Never. And y'all know I'm good for a a toy, right? And we're going to bring it back to the topic of, you know, low sex drive. What I found is, is that marriage, kids, being in the military for so long and my schedule being so hectic and crazy, it's kind of changed my sex life, you know? Whereas I remember when I was first dating, I was the one to show up at your door with a butt naked in a trench coat or go to the store and, you know, the Adam and Eve store and get sex toys. And I was just like, man, I haven't did that in so long. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, why? Like, why don't we get back to that phase? I will say he is much a supporter of me having my toys, me, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like he is so much of, okay, I want you to be satisfied and equally. So when you say, hey, what's your sex language. I never thought of it like that, but yeah, that's true. You can be so compatible with somebody intellectually. And then when you get in bed, you're like, man, you are born. Like this sex is born or it lacks foreplay. So I need foreplay every time. Every time? I don't know what it is. I just think maybe since I've been masturbating for two, two I've been masturbating for over 20 years. So what is your idea of foreplay? Sex. I like it all. Oral sex, it really starts mentally. It just starts with, it could be like, even just before I got on the phone with you guys, we're watching TV with the kids and my husband's sitting here rubbing the back of my head. Like, that's just simple. I could have went upstairs and been like, you know what? I cannot get on the call with you ladies today. (laughs) 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 Seriously, because it starts with some of the basic or the other night I fell asleep on the couch and he's like, let me sit right there and lift your feet up. That's simple for a play to me. That starts with like, that you want to be near me. And then it starts like the, with the other stuff, just rubbing, rubbing your feet, anything that the, to touch. I like the idea of touch. That's also a love language, by the way. It is. I know. Um, what is. happens with mental fatigue? Because I see you're stimulated by your mind. So what happens when you're just, you know, honestly, just burnt the heck out? I mean, I have been. And sometimes it's not just as it's mental. Sometimes like my physical health, I can't always do what I need to do as a woman. So sometimes I just, you know, if he's like, yo, I, I need some. So I just give up what I can give. And normally it's pretty damn good. I'm always ready to go. So I'm just lucky that I'm always ready to go. Now, let me tell y'all something that I have noticed because I've been doing it for a while. So I want to say about almost two years that I stopped taking birth control. Like no mm-hmm. birth control at all. We started out just doing condoms and then it was just like, uh, I'm married. Screw that. So I just rely on this app. And, you know, I kind of track my fertility, ovulation, all that. So you stopped using birth control and Mm -hmm. you like it's what increased your um, sex drive? I do think it increased my sex drive. And I'm telling you around around a time that um, um, it's time for me to ovulate or like I'm in like, it's just like I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. He even noticed a difference in it. I understand when my sex drive is very low, it's those few days where I'm about to come on my period and my estrogen is going Uh, low. It's hard for me to get there. You know what I'm saying? And so then I I struggle because he's not here Monday through Friday. And if it's only a weekend, it's like I have to really push that mental block you know, and get through this. What do y'all do to spice it up? We try to, well, because we understand each other's love languages, we try to actually set up like 
kind of like set up time because of our schedules. The kids have a very demanding schedule, um, but we set up our, our time and our space and we try to be around more date nights. Now, obviously, my husband really tries a little harder than I because here recently I've been canceling on our date nights for various reasons of being. Really? Ex- I have because I'm exhausted. Monday through Friday, it's me, two mm-hmm. girls, and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. So, Comes here on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm, I'm yeah. like, you know, by the time I have to comb my hair, look good for you, I'm the fuck over it. Mm. <laughs> Literally, I'm over it. So sometimes I have to push past that because, again, I, I you have to meet the need. So I understand that. Like, um, right. but I mean, a lot of times I'm just like, I'm, I need some sleep. Like, I need a nap. You can go deal with your own kids, and I'm good. And maybe <laughs> when I wake up, I'll be really good. <laughs> and then there's times where I'll come in ready for a date night, jump in a shower, and then he's already at seven thirty, eight o'clock going into bed. But at 3 a.m., he's like, hey, let's turn on some Netflix or some Hulu or hey, something. Hey, you know that, that Hulu is that hit it hard, baby. <laughs> he be you like, know, Netflix got a, um, got a um, hardcore porn on a real sex. Where? Does it? <laughs> yeah, it is real sex, not even simulated. Really? I've yeah. never seen that in her face, that section. <laughs> you got to dig deep for them. Hey. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have you sound like the creeps, but yeah, you know. I'm just saying. I'm you, just saying. Ooh, you got to you got to gotta get your needs met. I'm just saying, one way, <laughs> somehow. I'm just saying. You know, I feel as needy as I could be. I think that even though women, we like to have it just as much as men, I mm-hmm. think it goes back to the, what Danita is saying. Just do that one little thing. You ain't got to do much. Yeah. You know, rub my back. And, or if you just go ahead and cook a meal for me, I'm good. <laughs> With a glass of wine. <laughs> right. Take something off your list. Right. Yeah. And I know that's my love language because my love language is acts of service. And it's because I do so much around the house mm-hmm. and I'm taking care of so much. And my brain yeah, I mean, is for like everybody. You're a single mom during the week. Yes. Yeah. So, so when you come home, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can split it and quit it. You don't make me breakfast, boy. Mm-hmm. How you want it? <laughs> Bend over. Like, let's go up in this laundry room real quick. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> I, we're kind of very traditional in our sex life. <gasps> Danita, what traditional? Yeah, like, this is like earlier in the years. I was like, oh, let's go down to Kelly Drive or Lincoln. I think it was Kelly Drive where you could park and let's chill. And we always had a large enough vehicle to do whatever we wanted to do. And he would be like, you know, we have a bed at home, that kind of stuff. Seriously? So Trad- your couches, you've never had sex on your couches? No. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, my couch is not bad. We had oh, drove god, back from we story. drove back from South Carolina one time. Pulled off mm-hmm. on one of them um rest stops. Not rest stops, but it was like a side road or something. Like oh, you just you just trying to be on the damn horror movie. <laughs> but no, trying to be traffic. It wasn't like that. I just together. I can't describe what it was, but let me tell you. Uh, baby, did we not open up that door and uh, bend it over twice? Come on now. So I think for my husband is if it's things that are, I think for sometimes he deals with that. Like if I can go to jail for it, I'm not going to deal with it or do it. But you're not going to go to jail for that? Like I even said one night, right? I even said one night. I even said one night. This, we might've been 
wherever we were living, I said, well, let's just go outside in the driveway. It's our driveway. So, okay. Is that boring to you? No, it's not that it's boring. It's just that... Would you want more, though? Would you want to add that element of danger? I would. I, or I, spice, I, you know? Because at that point, I might tell you to slap me and choke me. <laughs> <laughs> you like, can't slap, choke, and be outside. You got to choose one. No, uh, we <laughs> can do all three. Because but, if somebody actually sees you and he's in the midst of slapping you, and I was like, he raped her. You're like, no, I want him to slap me. You got to choose the one. You either get a decent, a decent exposure or you get so, slapped. So, so here's my saying. So here's my concern. As we both get older, my husband is turning 40. As we start to get older, and then you're like, well, we're too old to be outside. You know what I'm saying? You're never too old, you're to, never be too old to be outside. And you're never too old to create an ambiance. But what I'm saying is, like, you can only do so much in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. I, I said, when we get this retirement home, I was looking at him. I said, hey, screw this tub. I want a huge shower with a ledge in it so that I could split it, sit it, all of that. <laughs> like, who, who really said? I ain't taking baths. Light all these candles around the bathtub and bring me my glass. I mean, listen, but if you tell me, I don't. I did that in, in July. I took a nice bath. I, I don't, don't, I, I don't take baths. Bath but you can't throw my face up against that dang on. Shower glass. <laughs> shower sex is overrated. So no, the last hours to shower sex, I, we were both <laughs> slipping between the soap, the bubbles, but it was good, but it was just kind of like. You're supposed to actually be bathing yourself. You know that, right? I mean, if I'm in the me, shower, I think I'm it's... washing, and you come in with that, you know, stiff arm, I mean, mm. my bed, I'm already in soap. Let's go. Well, and also, it makes for better cleanup. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. We got to get up off here. This was such an amazing conversation. I think we got into a little bit of everything. I don't quite know that we discovered. Did it have anything to do with mental fatigue or just boredom? Uh, We're just going to say, just get out there and make it happen. Well, that is the end of today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Don't forget to connect with me on IG at Eat, Laugh, Hustle. And honeys, remember, there's two things that they can't stop, and that's grace and your hustle. Be blessed.